This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we are approaching the day of Purim. And we are here for the Halacha Rosh of Yeshiva program of Los Angeles, YPLA. And welcome to our Torah Anytime listeners. The, today, I want to discuss a very unique situation that we are going to be faced with uh, in, on Friday of Purim. Friday, Purim that falls out on Friday. Happens once in a while. It's not so uncommon. And there's a lot to do on Friday. So a person has to have his Purim Seuda. Give me Shruach Manot. Matanot Evyonim. Listen to the Megillah. The women have to hear the Megillah. And therefore the Ramah already in Hilchot Megillah says that when Purim falls out on Friday, you should make sure to do your uh, your Seuda. You should make sure to do your Seuda early. This is what the Ramah writes in Siman Tafresh Tzadihe Seiv Gimel. Yom Purim Yom Shishi Yasu Seuda Shacharit Mishmuk Shabbat. For Kavod Shabbat, one should do the Purim Seuda early on. That means before Chatzot Lechatchila. That's pretty early before Chatzot, right? Um, that's according to Ikar Adin, but since it's a Seudat Mitzvah, which is uh, the, the Seudat Purim Seudat Mitzvah, you're allowed to do it even later than that, but you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't do it too late. And therefore, and therefore, the, the best thing to do, says the Rama, is to do it earlier. I want to give an alternate solution that great Sephardic poskim have suggested, which is the halachic concept of pores mapau mikadesh, which is found in the last parak of Masechet Psachim. Dafyomi is coming up to it soon. And the Gemara over there discusses a concept that somebody is eating his seuda, Erev Pesach, and then, and then Pesach comes in, or Shabbat comes in. So there's an option, there's a halachic option, and it's called pores mapau mikadesh. Literally means spread out the tablecloth, do kiddush, and continue your meal as regular. Which would mean that you start your Purim Seuda earlier and it continues into Shabbat and you have your Shabbat meal as well. You have your Purim meal and your Shabbat meal. Now there's halachic complications that we have to figure out over here. So let's, let's delve into that. How to do your Purim Seuda properly in that in that manner. It's a Shulchan Aruch in the laws of Kiddush Siman Resh, Ayin Aleph, Seiv Dalid. There the Shulchan Aruch discusses exactly how to do Pores Mapau Mikadesh. It says like this. Well, we'll see, yeah, and we'll see how, how, how that's done. Azur Litom Klum Kodem Shi Kadesh. Not allowed to eat anything before you do Kiddush, right? However, if people were drinking wine, in other words, let's say you started your seuda in the afternoon. Once it's Shabbat, you have to stop because you're not allowed to drink or eat before you do Kiddush. So what are you supposed to do? Says the Shulchan Aruch, you spread out a, a, you spread out a tablecloth and you do Kiddush. Now, what about Kiddush? You do Borpriya Geffen. You're already drinking wine. You're going to make another Borpriya Geffen. Says the Shulchan Aruch, no. Ve'im hayu shotin yain tchila. You do Kiddush without the Bore Priha Gefen. 
ואחר כך מברך ברכת המוציא. And then you could do ברכת המוציא. Now, now, that is the solution in order to do פורש בפאו בקדש. You just stop, you do קידוש, and you continue. So what about פורים? Interesting, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't mention that you can do this on Purim. He doesn't not mention that way. He doesn't mention it. The Ramad doesn't give this option. Maran Achida doesn't give this option. But there's the Mari Kash, the famous, uh, the famous uh, Egyptian rabbi, as well as the Zira Imet. The Zira Imet was also a great Egyptian rabbi. In Chelek Gimel, Simen Ayintet, Rabbi Shmuel Akwen writes, that this is what a person should do on Purim that falls out on Friday. He should do this, he should evoke this halachic principle of Pores Mapau Mikadesh. And he says, this was the minhag. You could listen to the Megillah properly with no rush. You could do, you could give tzedakah all day like the Rambam says you should. You should give Mishloach Manot. And that way you're not going to be all worried about what you have to do. Especially it's Erev Shabbat, you have to prepare for Shabbat. Conduct your Erev Shabbat preparations as normal. And then you start your Seuda before the onset of Shabbat. And you continue on. That's what the Zera Emet writes. Not only that, in Moroccan countries it seems to be that many people did this. And this was a... Um, this was a halachic principle that was uh, that was evoked in in my sefer Maganavosi Matavrish Sadihe. I bring a few sources to this, and let me read to you the sources inside because not everybody has these svarim. The first I quoted was Rabbi Baruch Avraham Toledano from Meknes. He was uh, a cousin of Rabbi Baruch Rifael Toledano. He was in Shilot Tshuvot Shalu LeBaruch Orachaim Siman Ein Vav. It's not so common the sefer. Not every, not too many people have it. I don't think it's on the digital libraries. Uh, I, I didn't check actually Otsar Achochma, but I checked in Hebrew books. And he writes the following: the Minhag Harishonim. He says this was the Minhag already of of earlier, earlier times that if Purim would fall out on Friday, we would do we would do we would do kiddush and we would finish we would start the suda early, do kiddush and finish the suda. And then he gets to the halachic issues. Before we get to the halachic issues, there was also a sefer. Uh, of, called Kiryat Chana David from Rabbi David Cohen Skali. David Cohen Skali was a great Moroccan Rav who lived on the border of Morocco and Algeria in a city of Oran. I actually once visited uh, a great Tamil Chacham in Yerushalayim called Rav Abergel and he had in his possession the cloak of the Kiryat Chana David. Very heavy. He let me wear it. I wore it and I, I felt the Kedusha. That's for sure. He was a very, very holy Rav. And he writes... Tremendous for him. Those you can find in Hebrew books. This is in Chelek Bet. He writes very clearly. And he writes categorically. It seems to be the proper thing would be is that start a little earlier and do Kiddush Pores Mapao Mikadesh like it's written in the Shulchan Aruch in Siman Eresh So he... he he recommends this practice. And so does Shalul Baruch. And so there's a Sefer, Vaya'an Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel Marcianu from the city of Dobdo in Morocco, that also wrote about this uh, halachic principle. And he, uh, and he, and he also, this is uh, Vaya'an Shmuel, Siman Chavtet, also says that this is the proper way to do it. So I think anybody who wants to rely on this, they could. And, they sh- and if they want to, there's, there's good reason to. They could do like the Ramat to start the Si'uda early. Of course they could. 
But if a person feels that he's rushed and it's going to be hard for him, so he has this principle as well. And uh, it could be that in earlier times, the reason why they did it is because they saved money that way. Just like weddings were done very often on Fridays so that the si'uda of the wedding should be a Friday night meal, which saved them an extra big meal. Same thing too over here. It'll save people, it'll, it'll save people money if, if they have limited funds. But it also, it'll save people time that they are not going to be as rushed doing everything in Purim and not having a more relaxed Purim. Like the Rambam says, a person should spend most of his time giving tzedakot on Purim, making people happy. And it could be if he's doing a si'uda and he's stopping, getting prepared for Shabbat, he's not going to have as much time. But how do you do it exactly? What are the halachic issues? So it's a little bit funny, but this is how it starts. This is how it goes. First, you pray mincha early. That's obvious. Pray mincha. You shouldn't start a suda before mincha. Then you're. Then you you continue into the. You start your meal. Let's say uh, candlelighting in LA is five thirty p.m. So you start your meal. Let's say four thirty five. Whenever you want, as long as it's before Shabbat. You eat. You started. You started your purim suda. I'm sorry. You start your purim suda. All dressed for Shabbat already. You start your Purim Su'uda. Then at, uh, at around, uh, at when, it's, when it's time to do Kiddush already, so let's say uh, uh, 5.48, which is uh, 18 minutes after candlelighting. So it's, you can't eat without Kiddush. You can't eat without Kiddush. So you accept upon yourself Shabbat. You get up and you make Kiddush. Now, you're drinking wine. You had a motzi and wine. So you get up and you say, um, Kiddush without Borei Priya Geffen. It's funny, but that's what the Shulchan Aruch writes to do. Okay, what's next? Then you continue, and you have to do you have to do Lechem Mishneh. But you already did a Motzi. So what do you do? You do Lechem Mishneh, you hold the Lechem Mishneh, and you eat it without making a Birkat Amotzi. Because you already did a Motzi. This is what the Kiyat Chana David writes. The end Sarich Levarer Birkat Amotzi. You don't have to make a new Birkat Amotzi. But you should still take the Lechem Mishneh. That I saw brought down. You still take the Lechem Mishnah. So then now, now you have an issue because it's Purim and it's also Shabbat. So how are you going to do Birkat Amazon and Tfilat Arvit? So here, there's two options. The first option is you pray Arvit in the middle of the meal. Kabbalat Shabbat and Arvit in the middle of the meal. The problem with doing that, the problem with doing that is then you're in a little bit of a stickler situation for Birkat Amazon because what are you going to do? You're gonna sit down to your meal, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pray. Now, is praying a hefsek or not? You got to go to synagogue, or you have a minyan in your house. Minyan in your house. It's not. It's not. It, the Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Kufayin Chet that that tefillah is not called a hefsek. But if you have to leave your house, so then it's a machloket in the beginning of Siman Kufayin Chet if it's called a hefsek or not. Shulchan Aruch says it is. Rama says it's not. Most Sephardic poskim are of the opinion of Safek Brachot Lakel, or Pitzina Bashol, Rav Ovadia is a little bit of a different approach. So according to Rav Ovadia, it's a little bit more problematic. But according to uh, uh, Sephardim and Ashkenazim, according to many Sephardim and all Ashkenazim, if one leaves his meal, especially leaves his wife and kids behind, comes back, he, it's not called a hefsek. So if a person prayed and he comes back, it's not called a hefsek. He continues his meal afterwards. The problem is, what do you do for Birkat Amazon? Now he said it's Shabbat. So... By Birkat Amazon, he can't do Al Anisim anymore because it's Shabbat. So and he does, so he continues his meal and he does Ritzay, but he lost out on Al Anisim. It's a Safek. Some say no, he could be he didn't lose out on his Al Anisim. So then you're already getting yourself in a situation. Therefore, the Sefer Kiryat uh, Chana David says that uh, that the best thing to do is to pray 
after you finished your meal. You do Birkat HaMazon, you do Alanisim. Not only that, there's a big safek if you do Ritzay also because you ate also a Shabbat meal. So you're saying Alanisim and you're saying Shabbat even though it's two different days. But the Shalul Baruch brings opinions in the Acharonim that you can do both. So you could do Ritzay and you could do Alanisim. And then you go pray Arvit. And even though even though you're saying you pray Arvit is a little bit worse because then you called it Shabbat. So over here also you're doing a little bit of a of a of a of a tarti de satri it's called. It's called a um, it's called a double uh, a double contradiction. But nevertheless, the, uh, the there are opinions the Taz writes that whenever it's Motzi Shabbat is Rosh Chodesh falls out on Motzi Shabbat and you started your meal earlier so he, he writes that you could you, you for sure say let's say in Birkat Abazon and you could also say Yalev uh, Yavo and, it, and it's not necessarily a steer especially if you eat a Kazait afterwards so therefore Rabbi Baruch Toledano writes that this is what you should do also you should pray uh, you should pray afterwards now what about worry that you're going to get drunk in middle of the meal, you're not going to be able to do Birkat Damazon. He says, number one, you have people reminding you to do Birkat Damazon. Now, even if you're a little bit inebriated, you could still do Birkat Damazon. Tefillah, you've got to be a little bit calmer. So you've got to wait until you calm down to do, to do your tefillah. And you have to be careful. Obviously, you have to be careful. Listen, since Purim falls on on Friday, a person has to be anyways careful not to drink, overly drink and miss Kabbalat Shabbat. So here too, a person is going to have to be careful to drink, obviously more than usual, to fulfill the mitzvah. But to, to have enough uh, to have enough seichel to be able to pray properly like a mensch, like a proper person. Now the Kafachaim doesn't like this whole thing. The Kafachaim says, I don't agree to all of this. To be Bores Bapau Mikadesh. Why? Because according to Kabbalah, there's a certain way how the Orot are going to come down. It starts Kabbalat Shabbat. Then it comes Vayechulu, uh, 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 then Vayechulu after Tefillah, and then by your meal, the next Vayechulu. There's a certain Sedera Orot. Over here, you're mixing up everything. You're doing Kiddush first, and then you're praying. So he, sa- he, he says, according to Kabbalah, he thinks it shouldn't be done. Interesting, the Mikubalim don't say this, and you see this in Halacha. It's written, the principle of Kupores Mapa Mikadesh, and the Mikubalim don't speak out that it's against Halacha. The Kachain does speak it out. But I'm saying that, that, that according to Halacha, there's no issue whatsoever. And even the Mikubalm, you don't see, besides the Kavachayim, you don't see them speaking this out, that, it, that it's a problem. It's brought down to Shulchan Aruch, and therefore, if somebody wants to do this Halachic principle, definitely, uh, definitely he has what to rely on. The Nahar Mitzrayim, uh, who was an uh, 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 Egyptian, a great Egyptian, he was actually a Moroccan Rav that moved to Egypt, and he was the, the Rav in, in, in Egypt. He writes, Minage Egypt, he writes, this is what used to be done. Netive Am, which is Rav Amram Abrumai, I hope I said that name right, who was a also a Moroccan Rav that lived in Yerushalayim, and he wrote, uh, Yerushalayim custom says, that this was uh, their this was their custom. Okay, anyways, according to Mikubalim, the Tfilach, uh, the, the, the Seudat of Purim always has to be done in the morning. So, so somebody doesn't pick Kabbalah, he doesn't pick Kabbalah. But if somebody wants to do the mitzvot properly, and there's good reason to do it. Number one, you could be able to be able to spend Purim giving out mishloach manot matanot levyonim and being smusameach people. Then you come to the Shabbat Seudah properly, you start your Seudah Purim early, and you continue into the night, and you evoke this principle of Pores Mapa Umikadesh. Good! All right. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.